Welcome to Must Have Coffee, Finding the Ground Within. And we are not just talking about coffee. This is Sonia Ong. And I am Alana Marie. This is our friendly podcast designed to awake, energize, and uplift your everyday life. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Must Have Coffee. My name is Alana Marie. And this is Sonia All. By the time we air this podcast, it will be on a Mother's Day weekend, I believe. And so our podcast today is about honoring mothers, uh, our mothers as we are, Alana and I, are parent to our children and mothering our children. And so for all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. Um, happy and Mother's may you have Day. A great, yeah. <laughs> may you have a great, fabulous weekend. And hopefully people are honoring you for all the things you've done and you've all the things you do for the family. Yeah. Well, happy Mother's Day, everyone. I hope you're having an absolutely wonderful day. Hopefully you are planning something to be able to relax, take time, or whatever you want to do for Mother's Day. Um, For myself, I am actually traveling down to Florida, and I haven't seen my mother here in the last 20 years. Well, technically it hasn't been 20 years since I've seen my mother, but I haven't celebrated Mother's Day with my mother in 20 years. So um, I'm actually extending my trip out specifically so I could actually spend time with her. And with that, uh, I just want to make it a really beautiful moment because her and I don't get to see each other very often. Um, In the near future, her and I will have a combined household. Um, But I figured, why not make it something special? And with that, Um, it was actually for my mother's day. My boys were quite upset because they weren't coming with me to Florida. So I actually bought them tickets to Florida and I'm surprising them at the airport. So they will be coming with me. Um, and so we are going to all celebrate mother's day together. Um, so anyways, like I am very excited about this mother's day and finding ways to be able to honor myself, my children, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, because without them, we wouldn't be here. So regardless if you are a mother, if you are a daughter, um, maybe you don't know your mother. Regardless of any of those things, taking the time to be able to honor yourself first, then being able to honor someone else is a really important aspect in my belief about Mother's Day. So it is a a momentous um, occasion. And actually, today is Earth Day as well, that since we are filming Mother's Day right now, so it's our Earth Mother's Day as well today. So um, for anybody, today is, what is it, April 23rd, I believe. Uh, No, 22nd. It's April 22nd, and it is our Earth Day. So I think that this is actually a very special moment to celebrate Mother's Day. It's our Earth Mother's Day as you are listening to it as we are recording, but as you listen to this now, you are taking the time and taking that energy in to be able to celebrate yourself and others around you. So, Sonia, did you know that? Did you know today's um, Earth Day? No, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. I know that at some point there's uh, there's that day, Mother's or um, Earth Day, and um, but no, 
but it's it's very uh it's very awesome that like the timing is just divine sometimes when we do talk about something it's always something else happening that is like a, a representation of what we're talking about and uh, that's the beauty of having this type of format and conversation is to really honor the things that's happening around us at that same time that we're talking about it. So it's really awesome. Um, and I'd so, I'm so glad that you get to go to Florida and uh, have a little bit of break with your boys and also have some time with your, your mother. And it's uh, an awesome time always to be with family and um, to be with your mom and to be with your family, especially that bonding. It's like there's always that bond between the child and the and the mom. There's always that special bond. And uh, so that's so awesome for you. And I hope you have a, an awesome time, a great time with your family, your boys and your mom. Uh, mm-hmm. So for me, I haven't really thought about what we're going to be doing for Mother's Day because I always leave it up to them because I told I keep telling my kids, it's like, it's my day. So you guys figure it out. <laughs> uh, so I don't have to like worry about those type of things. Sometimes they are sweet when, you know, they give me things. Um, they usually give me those uh, um, homemade cards and things like that. Mm. And I, I find that really awesome. You know, when, when they were younger, that when they give me those homemade cards because it's coming from their heart. And now they're already teenagers and young adults. They still freaking give me (laughs) a homemade card. And I was like, can't you afford something? You're working. Hello. (laughs) So it is a a funny thing because, um, so my son, I told you about him that he started working, right? And he started earning money. But he spends money as fast as he can spend it. It was, it's like one of those things that uh, they're starting to learn that, oh man, I, ha- I can make money and so I can spend it. But then I start to teach him how to, um, how to really save money and, you know, the, the, what wealth is and how you accumulate that stuff and all, and all that golden nuggets that I've learned um and still learning along my my path but I told him you know you don't have to spend all your money in one in one drop I said you know you have to save money you have to save money and that's the only way you can have money in life right you have to save money you have to save more than what you spend and so so he was doing that and he's like, oh, mom, mom, I will, I will save money in the next couple, you know, pay. And I said, okay, fine. And, and so, so I thought he's already, already have money. But then the other day he said, mom, can I have 10 bucks? To- <laughs> can I have 10 bucks? I mean, I, I'm, so, I'm hungry. I needed to buy something. I was like, I thought you have a job. <laughs> but it's it's a funny thing so this is a side note anyway so we don't have any uh we don't have any really formal plan to do anything but um to me mother's day it's 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 a very special day for everyone um i personally did not grow up I, i did not grow up with a mom my mom passed away when i was two years old 
And so I grew up with my sister raising me, uh, raised me for until I'm adult. Uh, but then I did not have that same bonding as having a, a real mom that's for you or for whoever that has that real bonding. And so I always crave that bonding moment with someone because I did not have that. I, ha- I think I, I, I had that when I, my mom passed away when I was two, but I had that in my first two years of my life. But then after that, I, it's always seemed to me that it's a connection that I've missed. And so for, for me, <laughs> I, I think about all the people that doesn't have mom or uh, doesn't have that connection, doesn't have that relationship that uh, I have mothered my own self throughout my, my whole years of life. I, I've learned to take care of myself and I, I've learned to give that love to myself from ever since I was young. It took me many years to, to figure that out on my own, but I figured that if I have to do it for myself, if, I don't, if I'm not getting it from someone else. And so for those of you guys that have, doesn't have that experience of mothering, there's many other forms of mothering, right? We get it from some other people also that we've met along the way, right? We, uh, so there's a many representation. It's just not that bond of actual, uh, that biological bond, but there's many other forms of it to honor those yes. people. And you mentioned about something about honoring your grandmothers and great grandmothers and yeah. all that we still have them, right? Yes. They are still in our field. And then they we've never lost them. They're still yes. around us. And, and and the energy and the love that they have for us is still there. They may not be here physically for those of us that doesn't have that right now, but we can still honor them. It's like uh my teacher, one of my teacher would say, um, we have to thank those who loved us into being because like you said, we are not here. We won't be here. And, and if not for all those who loved us into being, and they may be our actual parents and they may be actual, be actual mom, or they may be someone like a bus driver who yes. was so kind to us that left an impact into our lives. So I honor those people too when yeah. um, when it's this special event like this, or even on a Father's Day too. Yes, I think that's so important. Um, when we talk about the mother, there is what represents mother motherhood and the mothering. If you think about the earth, the earth is all about creation, right? Creation, destruction, mm-hmm. it's just like it's in nature. And within a woman, we, we match the earth as a woman. We have cyclical natures within our own body that happens in our monthly moon cycles. We mm-hmm. um, are able to create, destruct. And what is the beauty of being an individual of regardless male or female is that regardless of death or or even maybe even a destructive relationship with 
your own parent, like I had, um, that isn't, that is the very small point of what the beauty and the divinity of motherhood, because without the love, without that natural nature, you wouldn't be here. And there's always a way to be able to honor those points. And when you were just talking, Sonia, I could, I feel you and I can totally understand. And, you know, before we even started this podcast, I was thinking about some beautiful women I know who have just recently lost their mother. I think I was thinking about myself and the story that I have gone through, Um, being able to find the light of motherhood. And what the most important aspect when it comes to this day and for yourself is being able to first, like I said, honor yourself and honor your story and the divinity of yourself and of your story. Because I actually, at two years old, lost my father. And um, there was always this missing aspect, always, um, until actually this last year, because he actually died at 34. And I carried this history of of this idea that I was going to die young, along with this story that didn't belong to me. And that was and the reason why I'm going to tell the story is because it actually has to connect with the mother, but I wasn't ever able to feel him. And I was frustrated because I could feel like I'm naturally super intuitive. So I can feel for everybody else. I can see, I can do everything, but why couldn't I connect to my father? Why? Uh-huh. And like, I saw him once, but it wasn't even for me. It was for my sister. And so it was like this, this nature. And there was this point where I was out on a boat and I've done all of these practices, but I didn't really hone in until I was paddle boarding. So I wasn't on a boat. I was on a paddleboard on the lake. And then I just had this realization really that even though he died early his purpose was to give life to me and that was the beauty and so much love then all of a sudden I could really feel cellularly him always in with me even though there was this disconnection and then I could also think about my stepdad who had so much influence in my life so much And he is actually on the last stages of Alzheimer's. So it's been like this idea of this separation. And even within death, death is just one aspect where we can learn to feel our mothers and our grandmothers, even avoid the, the, the drama of what's happened in their lives, because yes, we do carry some of that cellularly, but it's all love. The fact that you are here is that showing how much your mother loved you and you are that aspect. Mm-hmm. And I love how you pushed that in there. And yeah. like you talked about that, because when we're able to feel that full capacity, not just being like, I have my father's hands and I have his feet or I have this. Um, and those are just like physical aspects, but to understand the divinity of being here in this moment 
it makes life not just more beautiful, but you're able to figure out really authentic ways to be able to celebrate in your own Mm -hmm. stages, you know? Um, And I think that since we are, it's Earth Day. I mean, this is such a beautiful day to be able to talk about this, right? Right. You know, it um, is. You know, and the cyclical nature of, of life, death, rebirth, <laughs> and birthing out. Um, you know, I mean, I think it's such a beautiful point. And Sonia, yeah. you know what's beautiful is that there's a possibility someday your children are going to have children. So they will be oh, yes. and fathers. So being able to honor just that possibility, the life within them as well just a beautiful day I like I love Mother's Days and Father's Days yeah if we ever think about if we ever think about our role now right we Mm -hmm. are mothering kids Mm -hmm. that are going to bear fruits to who to our legacy too right Mm -hmm. it is it's so beautiful because um, they are going to be those adults that we've raised and uh, they're going to be an adult that we've raised and um, hopefully they become the adult that, that we want them to be, but they will be who they will be, right? Who they are meant to be. But it, it is very important to really honor that. It's sometimes like, you know, you, like you said, you can feel the disconnection if they're not here in this form that we are in, right? If they've already passed. But sometimes though too, it's just our imagination. We can invite imagination and bring their energy in any time we want, really, any time we want. I was um, just recently went to this rebirthing is what they call it, rebirthing um, experience. And it's a beautiful experience. And I'm planning to offer that somehow at some point because it was a pretty profound experience for me. And what we did was just um, to breathe a certain way where we breathe like you're doing a Lamas breathing, like, like that type of breathing. And you are breathing for like that for about 11 minutes. And so, but then you start bringing in this visualization that you are with your mom while they're giving birth to you. It's a beautiful experience. And and I know it's weird. And why would you do that? But then you feel the physicality and the beauty of birth and the beauty of the time of birth that you were at, at the time they gave birth to you and the, and the pain and the actual scene of when they gave birth to you, because you get into it, if you really open up to it, you get really into it. And so how, how beautiful is that witnessing, yeah. witnessing your own rebirthing? And anyway, so the purpose of that really is to, sometimes we have all this misconception about life that get layered onto ourselves from whatever you know, from our family or for whatever the society puts on us and we think that's us, um, is to rebirth and and just let go of that and you have the capacity to rebirth your own self, right? I mean, so oh, that's beautiful. Um, I, I know, I thought it was a beautiful way to really experience that. What are you, what are you rebirthing? What, are, you know? So I used to feel victimized like oh why why did this happen to me you know I grew up without a mom and all that all that um, victimhood thinking 
But now it's just, there's always reason for everything, right? And I find beauty in it because I see myself now as a strong woman that can stand for myself, can, that, that, are, that is um, imparting my light to the world. And I can stand in that truth and I can confidently say that I am that. And so um, without my experience and without all the things I've learned along the way, including the passing of my mom when I was younger, I would not be this person that I am now. And so I think I find beauty in all, in all that. Um, and for everything that's happening to us, uh, it is really happening for us yes. at some point right there's always a lesson in everything that we are doing we just need to be open to like really to that but uh, yeah the, this is a mother's day and i'm so glad that we're talking about this it's just it's a, another way of rethinking of our own experience right yes. our own mothering experience how we mother people you know, how we mother our own creativity. If yeah. we are not mothers and you are not going to be a mother, right? Because uh, by choice or by whatever reason, you can't be. Think about it as mothering something else. How do you mother your creativity? How do you impart your, that to the world, right? Is your children. What are you giving birth to? So in that aspect, you can be a mother to something, right? Yes. How do you nurture and nourish people? right is one thing so to me nurturing and uh, you know that is not my (laughs) we all have the nurturing and nourishing aspects within us more so for other people than for uh, other people so um, for me I did not grow up with that yeah and so that I don't have that but then I have it and when I dig deep into it because when you have children, it's natural. It comes out of you. But then sometimes. those things that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Exactly. It depends. It depends on the, the levels. But <laughs> Exactly. Because the thing is, you know, for me, I can do other things that other mothers cannot. But I cannot do some other things that a natural, nurturing, nourishing mom would do to a, their kid. I, you know, I provide fun and I provide all this light and all that joy and stuff, but I could, for the heck of me, can't do cook and do all that stuff with my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so that's why I, you know, took my children to Waldorf school because it's the earthiest school that <laughs> I could give my children. They sing, they make flute, they do handwork. I don't do all those stuff. So then they go to uh, Waldorf and I get mothering happy. there. Yep, exactly. Uh, yes. Yes. School crazy mothering. <laughs> there you go. Here, take that. Yeah, you have soup day. There you go. You want some warm soup yes. for the school. Soup days yes. on Fridays. <laughs> yes. I, I, I love Waldorf school, by the way. That's the, one of the reasons why I send my kids there because it's like, oh those experience they probably won't yeah. get that from me so yeah to. you know what it's something that you were just touching on that um you know you were talking about what you are not or what you feel like there is less of and I'd like to touch on a little bit of a base about how when we come from a broken relationship with our mother and our experiences are broken um myself there was a cycle where 
I was, I was, I was abused. I was quite abused physically, emotionally, mentally. And, um, it's funny because I, when I look now as an adult, um, and I'm going down to celebrate with my mother and to honor and love on her, that took a lot of pains, changes, forgiveness. And when things come up, constant forgiveness, you know, and constant forgiveness of myself, actually, not even her. And um, there was points where I, as a child, I just wanted to be seen, right? I wanted to be acknowledged. And I mean, there was this time that my mother, she punished me and she dropped me off at a teen halfway house. And was, she was, this is, she told me like, well, you're just going to be here, you you know, and she's telling me stories about me not being wanted and how I was a bad kid. But inside, I was like, I'll show you. And you know what? (laughs) what was beautiful about that is that I was born with that ability. And I first, when I was a teenager, I would say, I'm nothing like my mom. I'm never going to have kids. I'm never going to get married. I am never going to be like her. Well, you know, when you do that, that is just a sign of pain, right? And through the cycle of being able to see that, yes, I am like my mother, but that comes through a cycle and being able to not say I'm the pains of what she's gone through because what she went through was there's a story of the reason why she nurtured me in that area but how I parent is completely different and without that story and without that hardship I wouldn't be where I'm at and you know what there's so much purpose in that because guess what what I do for a living is I get to I get to see people I get to love on people. And when I, and by the way, I said, I'd never have kids. I work with kids. I love them. I'm able to work with, like, I can work with 80 kids in a room or even adults and get them to be able to do exactly what I want because I'm able to see every single one of them and be able to communicate in the way that I want to. And it's something that is simple, but it wasn't, that wasn't my story at the beginning. There was a lot of hardships. There was a lot of movements. And what was really funny was we all are born with a purpose. And sometimes with those hardships and with those pains, the most beautiful things can come from them. But it takes time to be able to go through that so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for those broken relationships um, actually on a statistical level majority of people come from broken relationships and I just want to let you know that it's okay and that if you were at a point where you would want a mother and you want to to have that it's you're not alone in this and it's not that you're not loved you are very much loved even if you don't feel it there is something much grander and more of a design there you know and um Mm i'm just i haven't been active in this group love from mom but that is part of my purpose is creating Mm -hmm. a book of just love 
to be able to have out there. But the first step to be able to start feeling the love within yourself, to be able to actually touch what those empowerment areas are, is to be able to find one thing, find the beautiful part of your parent, and then be like, I'm like that. Because if you're at this point where it's like, I'm nothing like them, and you can't see any beautiful aspect, that means you can't see any beautiful aspect of yourself. Because cellularly, we carry the history of our parents and our ancestors that are through our whole body. So we can take the, the, the horrible things or we can take the empowered and beautiful things. And before I went to sleep last night, I was thinking about something that I carry that is similar with my mother. Because I mean, we are, we are, we're pretty opposite and we love each other. I normally feel a little bit more like the mother, you know, in the situation. But um, so things that I see with my mother is she has a really good sense of humor and likes to play. And that's how a lot of my teaching is, is through mischief and through communication, you know, and um that is something where that first aspect last night before I went to bed, that's what I carried in because I knew we were going to have this conversation and I didn't know exactly how this conversation was going to go, but that is what I took because there's a lot of times when Mother's Day come up, a lot of people feel sad, broken, yes, disconnected, yes. and this podcast is meant for you to be able to first feel the love within yourself and to honor yourself and your story first because that is so important and if you are able to remember back in those points of of pains that happened or whatever else or stories you heard about yourself take on those points of being like maybe you were strong-willed strong-willed is a beautiful aspect What people can say is you're stubborn. Maybe as a child, you were stubborn. No, you're strong-willed. You're independent. You're creative. So if you're able to start bringing those things in, those aspects of yourself to be able to see, it's easier to see others and easier to be able to not just explore, but celebrate what is happening right now within yourself. So that's all I can say about that area. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is a beautiful, thank you for sharing that. Those are all, all beautiful points. you know, like you said, this holidays is always a time of either celebration or feeling disconnected, depending on what we're celebrating. And so our invitation for you for this holiday of honoring mothers is to just see how you feel about it. And just notice what you're feeling at this moment. What like you said, Alana, and start honoring yourself and your experience first. And when you honor yourself and your experience, then you are a little bit more present to and find the space to celebrate what needed to be celebrated at this time, right? And so if you don't have it in you to celebrate whatever motherhood means to you, um, there's, we are a mother inside and out if you are a woman we are a mother of some sort 
And so just find ways to honor that because we have it all in us. We are living on this earth. That's why we call her Mother Earth because we are nurtured and supported all the time. How do we show that for other people? If you are, don't have a children and cannot have a child, you know, child or children, then you are still a mother because in some ways you show up, you nurture and support people and we celebrate you for it. If you've lost your parent or your mom early, you still have the memory of your mom to celebrate. You have grandmothers. We have great grandparents. We have so many things. I don't know. I've read it somewhere. There's like ninth generation, going back ninth generation. It comes up with about 2,000 people that loved us into being, to be who we are. That's, uh, you know, a separate grandparent and a, a gra grandma and grandpa. Mm. So if you cut that in half, a thousand of that is our grandparents or grandmothers. So honor those lineage. I mean, regardless of if we know where we came from or not, we are here for a reason. We are here because we have purpose. And so let's honor them because they are the instrument from the divine or from the universe or from God that shows us that we are here for a reason. Whether you know what your reason is or not, we are here for a reason. We are here for a reason. It's, it's just that. Um, and our purpose on earth is to find that and share that to others. And so, oh man, this is a goes back to like the lineal and honoring your lineage, right? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know why, but this story just popped in my head and it's kind of, it's on topic, but also kind of off topic because it actually has mm -hmm. to do with mothering. And um, I was yesterday with my boys and um, we're talking about, we just came back and I was teaching volleyball to some girls and to them and went on a uh, on a bike ride and we're talking about all these different things and Aiden is always my oldest is always trying to find ways to connect with me and see because he sees me as very driven and how I do things and he's like mom I think I get my competitiveness from you he's like well there's a difference of like you wanting to beat everybody you know that's that, that's something different versus there's there's a drive it's a drive he goes, mom, would you consider yourself competitive and driven? I was like, from birth, bud. I was like, hey, I couldn't even wait to be in the womb. I came out two months early. So yeah, I'm <laughs> driven, you know? And then I was like, yeah, I actually had an identical twin and she didn't survive. So it was about who was going to make it. So I made it. And then every single person is driven because if you think about how a male and female connect, there's an egg and then there's that one sperm. So we won the race. Everyone has, everyone has these things. And it was funny because I, um, I was a odd child. Um, I was like a power. My mother told me that I was a power crawler and I didn't try to walk. What happened was, is that one day I was crawling and all of a sudden I got up and I started walking very, very fast. Like I was with pur a purpose, just walking and mm -hmm. like, but I was speed walking. <laughs> and then, so I was like, yeah, I was always on the go. 
and I didn't have a first word. I actually had a first sentence. And with that, um, it was funny <laughs> because I'd always baffled my mother and my grandparents uh, because I would just shock them. And the story she told me was I was babbling. I babble, but I wasn't trying to say words. And they were, my grandpa was arguing with my, my mom about trying to feed me some food. And there, and he was like, no, Suzanne, she doesn't want the food. And they're arguing because yes, she does. We just need to try. And they're going back and forth. And apparently I said, no, I don't want that. And they both stopped <laughs> and they looked at each other. Then they looked down and my mom's like, did she say, no, I don't want that. It's like, yeah, she said that. Then, then she's like, Alana, say that again, say that again. But I refused to speak. And I was only like, you know, 14 months or 15 months old or something like that. So like, it was, it's pretty funny that, um, you know, and I think about that and I think about my nature now and how I honor that is I've always been filled up with mischief and I like to keep people on their toes and to push and just to keep on going. And um, the point I'm bringing this up is that we all have stories of ourselves that we can look back and go through so if we don't if we need to find a remembrance of our parents or our mothers we look at our nature and we can start feeling our nature because when we do that it brings a not just a sense a good a good quality of sense of self but a little bit more joy and a little bit more grounding because our podcast is our focus is to be able to find grounding practices. So what I would like our listeners and invite them in to do is just think about your history. Think about, think about things that go that you can share about yourself because you're sharing them anyways, right? But being able to do that in a purposeful way, because even with males, masculinity and femininity, they're two different energies, but we all have them within it. So there's the motherhood in the male as well. So when, but motherhood has to do with sharing, you know, creation. So think about how your divine creation and how you are naturally. Because when you do mm-hmm. that, you're able to connect even greater to your mother. Especially yes. when you've lost a parent. So yeah. that's we all came from somewhere right we all came we all have roots so it's just about honoring our roots right honoring where we came from honoring all the things that make us us and i know that from tony robbins they say if you despise certain parts of your parents or uh, but you despise something about you then you have to love the other side of it it's just honoring the whole gamut of things that makes you you. And that includes our parents. You know, if you hate something about them or you love something about them, then you must love and accept what you hate about them. So anyways, I think we belabored this thing. But yes. happy Mother's Day to all of you guys. And this is such a great time to like just celebrate something you know just celebrate something we always find someone some way to celebrate but that was our root word anyways for this year celebrate yes Yes. accepting the life 
that is in at play right now. So <laughs> yes, yes, and you know what? Wherever you are in the world, I hope you are having a wonderful day. Um, stay grounded in who you are, and remember just to be absolutely you. And have a good morning, good day, and good night, and have a fabulous Mother's Day. Thank you for listening to Must Have Coffee. To connect, email us at musthavecoffeewithus at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Must Have Coffee With Us.